0: Welcome to a new episode of the Queen City Roundup. With you, as always, is Joey Kanji and my co-host, Matthew Spaniolo. And Matthew, we guess literally what?
1: Lost, we, if, if it stays in the recording, we've almost lost Joey literally coughing on what he claims is water, but it's not water.
0: What do you mean? It's bubbly. It's flavored sparkling water.
1: I know, listen, I know you're trying to get a sponsor like... I know, like, we want to like make money off of this. I want to make money off of this, but like, you gotta do a better job. Like, you gotta, you gotta really put emphasis into this. You gotta email the guys. You gotta get the traction going.
0: Yeah, but you're saying it's not water. It literally, is water
1: It's flavored water. So it's, like, it's, it's not even Perrier.
0: Yeah, it's better. It's
1: bubbly. Okay. All right. That sounds. Uh... We'll, we'll agree to disagree. It's one of the currently drinking we're the
0: orange out. flavor orange Mhm. tastes like this is really good man it tastes like orange crush but it's not it's water it's I, re- healthy. I was just
1: about to say it was like orange soda but not mm-hmm.
0: anyways uh guess what
1: what i've oh. got you got whole... tweets yeah i've got have you ever had stoolies in your mentions i want stoolies in my mentions. are you kidding i'm jealous of you so um let me all introduce I'll introduce this because you have, a, you have a plethora of tweets to go off of. So we mentioned uh, stoolies before on our show. Um, which for those of you who are not familiar with stoolies, uh they are uh, barstool stands that um, stand for a so-called organization known as Barstool Sports. Um, so basically uh, the natural predators who are surprisingly still in the Stanley Cup playoffs, which, by the way, could you, could you believe that the Predators, who weren't even supposed to make the playoffs, are in there longer than the Oilers are? Let that sink mm-hmm. in. They are in there longer than the Oilers Oh, we can talk player about player. that
0: later if you want to. It wasn't, oh. in our, it wasn't in our plans, but we can.
1: Oh, we'll get into that. Um, but anyway, so uh, they tweeted out earlier today uh, this morning they wanted uh, the head of Barstool, Dave Portnoy, to come to Nashville for game six and joey being the ever rambunctious uh shit disturber that he is uh with his another another famous uh blow-up tweet of here come the stoolies which i really wish that we were like if we ever like post on youtube again can you make this a thumbnail please <laughs> can oh we yeah just make this a thumbnail <laughs> i kind of want this to be like my cover photo on facebook now like just um so anyway, uh yeah, so just, you just look tell. at my Twitter and you'll see. Yeah, so at 98 um,
0: Yes,
1: yeah, so uh yeah, Joey did what any other self-respecting citizen do did and uh responded to the tweets. Um and it got over two hundred likes. And uh do you want to go ahead and read some of the responses? Because I'm seeing one of them <laughs> that uh our one of our buddies just sent and uh oh doctor, uh it's bad. These, these are awesome let's just let's just
0: make our way down the list there's a whole bunch there's like there's like eight comments that I did not get notified for for whatever reason and they're just brought to my attention just before we started recording so I was like matt we gotta we gotta talk about this because these are these are so unironically funny
1: <laughs> I, I like how one guy uh said that this is the best tweet this year uh with your response so that mm-hmm. one that one gave me a chuckle but uh read some of the uh so-called burns
0: all right let's can, see do i name them i'll name them yeah, um name them.
1: who gives a shit i mean like, Dusty. The, the one the one that i just saw that uh, our buddy just sent to the chat he's got three followers you got to give him at yeah. least five mm-hmm. all right all right all right
0: so let's go um i'll just make my way down the list i'm not going in any specific order all right. First response from at Dustin Gill seven. Dusty Gill is the name that he goes by on Twitter, allegedly. Ew. You obviously do not know Barstool. I mean, I kind of do.
1: But Well, I mean and, and, and here's the thing like people think that they know about an organization based on a Google search. Do you think anybody knows about Nike? The shit that they do, the shit that they get away with? No. Like exactly. I actually, I actually, uh, and here's what I'm going to flex my, uh, my graduating uh, school chops, but flex I actually, but well, I uh, graduated from a program known as sport management where we talked about stuff like this. Now we didn't talk about bar stool a lot because uh, they weren't necessarily as big in the public eye, which goes to show you how irrelevant they are. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, but like the moral of this is like, you know, the consensus and the way that they, that we were taught is like be a professional don't be a like like i get it like you're like controversial figures like are, are what really get people driving but like like you just like, why you I know what understand. and I'm also name, like i'm gonna name this episode
0: Gitto. i'm gonna name this episode stoolies just we so do. people just just so just so the stoolies will find it and give us all those clicks
1: Oh, please, please do. I want, I, I want my fair share of black and also like worth noting, and I want to, I want to stress this before. Uh, and I saw, I saw one of these guys say that like people are, are, don't know bar stool because like <clears throat> they raised like $39 million for small businesses. And like, that's great and all, like, I love that. But at the same time,
0: doesn't excuse
1: everything else yeah and also those that do philanthropy in their like in their life don't brag about it all the time like it's basically saying like philanthropy like like when businesses do philanthropy you do it because now obviously the businesses are doing it just to get good pr because they are a business and like i'm not trying to sound insensitive at all because a lot of organizations, especially sport orgs, are, are very classy. Um, like which we'll talk about several mm-hmm. of them. Like for, for example, like for one of the the main ones that responded to the tweet was uh, was Black Girl Hockey Club, uh, hockey club. Which by the way, you should subscribe to them, and also uh, join the hashtag Get Uncomfortable pledge and become a member because uh, absolutely you need to mm-hmm. grow. But anyway, back to the point. Um, well, let's get let's get more. Involved because this is this is juicy. This is very juicy.
0: All right, all right. I'll get more. I'll get more. This is uh from an account with three followers, so it's obviously somebody's burner. Is is this the
1: one that uh? I'm not sure who.
0: Um, but he sent a lot of them, but uh, (laughs) all right. I know which
1: one you're talking about. So
0: in my, so this guy at Bauer underscore special, special agent Jack Bauer. He in my bio, I put he slash him as my as my pronouns, just to you know, kind of normalize that and kind of stand in solidarity with our with our transgendered friends. And he goes, he him read right as virgin slash incel.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> like,
0: I saw that. I'm just like, um, okay. So I decided to have a little fun with this one, and I responded. I said actually it reads he him i hope you learn to read one day <laughs> yikes and then don't worry but this is his response don't worry bud they might legalize prostitution someday and you'll have a chance it's like
1: that makes zero sense you're the one what? tweeting
0: you're the one tweeting first of all from a from a burner with three followers so i know i know that that you're
1: already a coward essentially so like here's the thing about burners and i'll talk about this uh in a minute like i want to read one of my buddy's burner accounts because his, his burner is actually really funny um like if you're gonna like tweet stupid stuff like one like like he tweeted today which got a kick out of me got hit by a car on campus today but i was so lucky the nursing program finished class at the same time I was completely (laughs) fine afterwards and one of them gave me a prescription for opioids, (laughs) like shit like that. Like, like, Mm -hmm. like I was, I was even debating like, like if you're going to make a burger, like just do Mm -hmm. it to make like fun, stupid stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. there's a clear difference between like having like fun stuff to talk about. Um, and then just being an absolute turd. Like, I don't understand why this guy who has like three, like, and also here's the thing. Does Dave Port and I really care if you stick up for him?
0: No. All he these. Really it's, what, what's funny about all these guys is they want him to notice him so badly. Anyways, yeah. So I I it responded. I just copy and pasted his tweet and posted a picture of like a little kid on like a laptop, as like a meme, like like calling him a twelve year old basically. And then yeah, and sure. then this guy clearly did not understand the, the joke I was trying to make. He um. He goes sick laptop. I bet that I bet that shit is crusty as fuck. I'm like I don't think he gets this. He probably thought I posted a picture of myself. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but like Anyways. at the same time, it's like what burner are you get? Oh, you have a crusty mm. you have an old laptop. Mm, like, cool. It's like no,
0: actually, I just got a new one in November. But
1: <laughs> I went back with that.
0: Anyways, um let's keep let's just, just, just do a speed speed round here. Josh Benson at Mike Hun 51644504. Four, so you know that's someone's burner. Uh, four followers. I just saw that now. Uh, <laughs> let's see. LOL, if you think Barstool is just for frat guys. Take a look at any of the recent content or you just stuck up and on your moral high horse to do anything. Um, no, I know what they're all about already. I don't need to, I don't need to look at any further. Um um, and that's the see. thing like
1: pe- people think like oh they didn't do their research it takes literally two seconds mm-hmm. to find stuff like and that's the thing they're doing this out of blind loyalty and like that's the thing like i'm not saying like okay if you want to su- like i don't give a shit if you support them or not like that's a non-issue like at least know what you're condoning and no. what's like, they do like-
0: have some i will say like like they do have unproblematic content coming from
1: that. Oh, absolutely them. that's the thing. but and i do not want to
0: be able to support somebody like mike portnoy who has said on air before that like that like girls ask for rape and stuff like i do not want to support that guy yeah, at well, all
1: it's it's disgusting and mm-hmm. that's and that and and that goes without saying right and and that's really something that needs to be like no, and it's not like oh you're trying to be sensitive like no like do you honestly think that females want to like hear that or not females. No. I sh- that's that's not the right term. I should say women, because mm-hmm. uh, you know that you know sometimes people, you know, do not like being referred to like that. So I just wanted to apologize if I did offend anybody by saying that. But the moral of the story here is, what do you like? I get that there's a pandemic. I get that everybody's bored at home. But why do you feel the need to like go on Twitter and like attack random people? Just because they don't support one guy. Like, why do you want everybody to like him? Or, or the organization? I don't know. I don't know we what the point
0: is. But anyways, there's two more I want to read. Okay. <laughs> At Chim Rich- Richalds20.
1: All right. Sounds like a good one already.
0: <laughs> hey, Joey. With all due respect, fuck you. <laughs> I legitimately ruined this guy's day.
1: <laughs> with all due respect and he's just like fuck you bitch here we go are you ready for the best one i'm i probably am not and i'm like my face is like on the verge of like breaking so like, <laughs> all right I'm, all right, I'm, all, right I'm, all very, right I'm very like nervous what did he say
0: i'm surprised this guy has over 1300 followers so i'm kind of jealous about that i i kind of want that cloak. right but he goes I, uh, his name's Dave, so yeah, it's a guy. Um, at JDC47. If you want to see this tweet for yourself. Um, <clears throat> he says, these guys probably get more. Oh, this is referring to the picture I posted with my original tweet, by the way. Um, These guys probably get more pussy than a New York animal shelter. You have he him on your profile. Laughing face emoji, laughing face emoji. What a moron. Top shelf loser. Book it, pal. That's not it. He posted a picture to go along with it, uh, which at the bottom of it has a watermark telling me that it's come from Facebook, a Facebook account called Old Timers. So he's already kind of owned himself. And <laughs> on that picture, he posted, guess what? i oh, sorry. Guess what happens after you're offended? Nothing. That's it. Now be an adult and move on. What does that have to do with anything?
1: Yeah, like and that's the
0: thing, The God, existence like, of barstool doesn't offend also... me. I'm just calling out their bullshit.
1: And also, like, isn't he the one who's offended? Like, oh yeah, they're dude. This is the you know that that, I'm, that I'm tweet that you see
0: all the time? It's like, I am not mad. Please tell everybody that I am not mad.
1: <laughs> like, I am I'm perplexed that like our gender is this like stupid and like like and we were talking about this the other day me and my buddies were on uh we were on a discord call and we were talking like about how like how stupid it is for people that are like trying to be like uh I can't remember not alpha males it was like one one of the other like re- refers to uh to like you know not toxic males but, like you know what i mean right like mm-hmm. you no know, toxic masculinity yes basically and like one of those like alpha beta males or like one of those guys like i don't know what the term is um but like it it goes without saying like there's so much crap that still needs to be discussed and it's Mm -hmm. i don't like i i i get more joy out of seeing the fact that like whenever i'm like very insecure about myself and like i'm not one to really like put myself over other people sometimes i'll do it as a joke but like just see people like that and i'm like dude it's best to just laugh at these people and move on oh i am like 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 we're doing now
0: like i don't know but like i want to spend a couple minutes because we got a lot to talk about the leafs in the playoffs and and blue jays and stuff but uh we'll get to that i just want to quickly touch upon why who whoever's in charge of the nashville predators um twitter account why do they think that was a good idea like, I feel like a lot it's one of thing, like, I don't know if you saw what happened last night with Johnny Menzel, but Johnny Menzel was like, hey, I'm going to be in Nashville for the weekend. Where are some, some fun things to do? And then Nashville goes, "Goes, hey, they responded. Do you want tickets to game six? Which is fine. Even if um, Portnoy there was like, hey, I'm in Nashville. Was there any, anything fun to do? And they responded to that. Fine, whatever. But they went out of their way to, like, they just – added him out of the blue and asked him if he wanted to go what what made them think that was a good idea like this really tells me what the organization is all about
1: there well, it, in and nashville it was, and it was also uh a similar thing with the abs organization they did this a few weeks ago um with one of their games i think it was a like game two or something they, they tweeted our stool which like everyone was like saying it which like i mean like i don't really care i didn't see that one Everyone, it, it didn't blow up as much as this one did. Um, but, like, and, and here's the thing. Like, this tells me that Nashville's desperate to have fans.
0: They're desperate They're, for anybody with a following to be tweeting about them, if that's the case. And, like,
1: and, like, and it's sad to me because, like, you look at, like, Nashville, like, a few years ago when they were in the Stanley Cup final. It was like, dude, they were –
0: That looked like, like the place to be.
1: It was. And, like, everyone went there. It was a fun time you know all this other stuff like and that's the thing right like you want people to be like hey this is a fun place where you can come now every single like fem, every or no, i keep doing that i feel like such an asshole but like every single like woman whether they are you know like uh you know sport you know journalists or commentators they're gonna see that and they're gonna go i don't know if i want to go and even even not even that like non uh like non, you know, sport, you know, women in sport, you know, spectators. Like, how not I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that? You know what I mean? Like, this just yeah, just really. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's really really weird a lot of the time. Um, and like I, we we needed to stress this just because, like, again, we don't give a shit about who you like, like, like. And here's the thing: like, I don't give a shit who like people support like politically or anything like that but like why? why do you need the the ideology to i like this person so therefore everybody should like this person and it's just like dude like like just like calm down go to your local Lickbo or if you're in the states go to some convenience store because they sell alcohol there
0: anywhere you can buy alcohol just like it doesn't just have, have to have be lcbo to- anymore
1: yeah, and, like, have a sip of your alcoholic beverage.
0: Sit outside yeah. on, on on your front lawn or something, or, like, in your backyard. Just...
1: Yeah, like... The like, weather's nice out. Exactly. Like, we're, in, we're like, in the, the thick of, like, end of spring going into summer. Just, like, enjoy your life. Don't worry about what a 45-year-old dude on who's divorced is doing right now. Like, I don't care. And, like, if someday I would ever have a conversation with uh, Mr. Portland, like I don't like I don't wish any ill will towards the guy. No one should. So stop wishing ill will towards people that don't like you. Mm-hmm. Like who who hurt you when you were younger? Like did like are you still paying like a shit ton of alimony that like nobody knows about? Like dude, just like calm your <laughs> freaking face. Um. Anyways. Let's talk on more fun things. Let's talk playoffs. about or as Dave Hodge says, not playoffs because oh, playoffs are not fun.
0: You know what? Okay, leafs up 3-1. Um, when this is recorded or when this is posted, um game five is tonight. You'll well, we are recording yes. this the day before, but this will be posted the morning of game of game five. And um, the Leafs have just utterly dominated this entire series. Even the game that they lost, they got goal lead in it.
1: Well, well, let's talk about that game first because we didn't record um, our last like last time we recorded was the day before Game One, and uh, yeah, it uh, that injury on John Tavares was ugly, and I'm so glad that it was not as bad like after effects as it looked because I I I was we were in the group chat and, and like you. The fact that like the like two injuries have happened in the Leafs the last two like technical playoff seasons for the Leafs and they were both in dead silence like dude like it, it was so like my stomach turned that, that when I saw that
0: yeah mine too
1: like um like I was like, shaking I thought he had like some form of like I thought he was like seizing or something when he fell back I was like what the hell is that going on like this is scary and like.
0: It sounds like it's not nearly as bad as it initially looked. Yeah,
1: and like obviously, as, as we know now, like you know, he uh, the prognosis was concussion with uh, potential MCL injury. So thank goodness um, that John Tavares is okay, and uh, we want to obviously I want to send kudos to the um, both the Montreal Canadiens and the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs medical team for acting as quick as they did. Uh, it was really quick it was swift it was great uh, kudos to them for and also like uh oh, wow. let's talk about that stupid uh, do we want to talk about the stupid fight
0: no i feel like that's ran its course already
1: yeah moral of the story hockey culture is kind of dumb but uh, aside from that let's talk about the positive thing which is the team's up uh three games to one which you called by the way you said or well no you said leafs in four
0: no i said leafs in five
1: Ah, okay. My so, whole okay. thing was
0: the Leafs are going to lose the first game and win four in a
1: row. Okay, so so far, uh, unless the, it, if somehow it goes to six, I'm going to play this clip back and I'm going to literally be like, "So, uh, yeah, you're wrong, buddy." <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, this team looks like and and like look, I get it. The reason why some people are saying it's like a regular season game is like so many more penalties are being called, uh, like in you know in in that many people are, like, you know, questioning, which I get. Like, I'm not a huge fan of consistent penalty calls in, in playoff games. Um, but it's a non-issue when, you know, so far none have really, like, been – and what's funny is that, like, none of them have really been, like, brutal towards any opposing team. So, like, I don't know why anybody's truly, like, upset about that. Yeah, I don't know. That's just me. Um, But, yeah, I've been – like, game one, obviously, that crazy shorthanded goal. I mean, like, you can't say anything bad about that. Like, that was just a, a really good goal. Um, you know, game two, uh, they finally, you know, broke Carey Price, which was great. Uh, game three was really tight. Game four was just – they had nothing. And, like – The look looked like they don't want to play hockey anymore. And I think honestly, and that's the thing, when you go three zero in the hole, or three one in the hole, which we'll talk about, I mentioned in a bit, like it's, it's like you don't want to play hockey anymore because like it's literally like okay, we're we're down in a hole that's like the probability of even winning another game is is yeah. very low. Like, well, why are we here? You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like especially with like how how like the Leafs have completely and utterly dominated the series, like from. Through, through each and every game it was <laughs> like it, it, it's crazy like like i tweeted this out like just like about like um a while ago and it said like this to me this doesn't even feel like a playoff series like i'm having fun watching the games and stuff but i've never i don't remember a playoff series where one team has dominated this much like you can't even say that about the you can't even say that about the jets and Euler series because those were three overtime games
1: Oh, exactly. And I and think like, it goes without saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you look at how the score sheet is, and like, it, it's two different stories.
0: It took, yeah, like, and did you want to bring up the Dave Hodge tweet?
1: Uh, you can. All
0: right. So let me, let me pull that up real quick. So basically, um, here it is. Um, so basically, he said, obviously it's not the Leafs' fault, but can we not agree that this long-awaited Toronto Montreal series has lacked just about everything it was supposed to provide in the way of in the way of spirited play and excitement? I don't know, Dave. What did you expect? You have one team that's vastly better than the other team. If you expected close games, like that's, I'm I'm sorry, but like, what have you been watching this season?
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, uh, here's here's the thing that's missing, Dave. Uh, I I got you covered, buddy. There's no fans. Oh, that too. A, there's a panini going on right now, David.
0: Although I do think that there could be fans, considering how how many people I'm, I'm thinking, have had their first have had their first dose in Ontario. At least, I kids You can't have limited limited capacity.
1: Yeah, I am optimistic. By the time we get to at least. The middle of June, we could potentially see fans at Scosche Bank Arena, which I will be kicking and screaming if that is the case. And and like realistically, like with the way that things have been going, like I'm sure MLSC has had talks with like the provincial government, and they're like, okay, like can we like like you could do you could do Maple Leaf Square slash uh, Jurassic Park, you could do it safely, in my eyes. Like,
0: yeah you know, don't don't shove as many people in there and stuff if you only allow yeah, like
1: and, and, half and, and or like
0: or like a third of what's allowed in that area everyone will be spaced out and like you make or, masks yeah, mandatory mask
1: mandatory yeah and like and another thing that you need to do is like do you remember when the Raptors were in the NBA final and they're like four... downtown
0: yeah so there's like all that. the different sections yeah, do that and have a limited amount in each in each one. Like you can probably do that, and like it's not going to be a big issue to close the streets because no one's working downtown anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think like you I can actually even extend it even more out if that's the case. We are literally like like MLSC. Like, listen, I love you all. Y'all, y'all have given me some good memories. Uh, if y'all want to have a meeting, uh, I'm pretty flexible. You know, I uh, I'd be down to uh, to come down to uh, uh, MLSC headquarters in downtown Toronto. Me too. Uh, Passed by it many times. Great area, phenomenal area. Uh, really good uh, ambiance, especially around summertime. Um, but yeah, um, like I ideally think like okay, like and we're talk we're gonna talk as if the Leafs are already in the second round because like like I I, I like I don't want to jinx it, but I don't know if Montreal has enough to really Montreal
0: it. cannot win three straight.
1: I mean, yeah, and like, and the thing is, is like, and what's funny is that, like, the Habs are like, you know, are kind of like shitting on Campbell, and it's like, well, no, Campbell's been playing well. It's, the Leafs have like, Car- 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 played the, well have two games.
0: In in a comp- like the whole thing though is like, it's, like, yeah, like, don't get me wrong, Campbell has been playing really well, but the Leafs have like limited scoring chances to so, like almost nothing. Like, I don't remember their, like them ever. I don't re- remember ever being worried. About the Habs having the puck in the leaf zone, other than when the puck was on Cole Caulfield's stick, he's legitimately their mm-hmm. only like threat to score. Every time the puck touches their stick, and and for whatever reason, Dominic Bouch- um, Ducharme was just like, nah, we don't need him for the first two games. This would be a complete different series, I think, if he was in the lineup the whole time.
1: Yeah, and and like that's the thing, like you, like first game, Isfari Kakhniyem he's not playing. You put them in for game two, guess what? Scores a goal. Mm-hmm. And that's when you need to realize, like, hey, if we have good youth, we need to give our youth a chance to succeed. How are we going to give them the chance to succeed? We put them out there with a chance to score. Like, and and that and that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. coaches, even, like, past tense, present tense, so bad.
0: Dude, the halves to... are, like, so, like, like, with the way that they're getting – um thrown out there onto the ice. It's so, I don't know how I how Dominic Ducharme uh, will be able to keep his job. Like it's so terrible. Like even with the way that they're built. I don't see how Bergeron keeps his job. Like if you look at that defense, they they cannot do anything other than clog up the middle. If the puck is on their stick in the defensive zone, it's like a grenade. They have no idea how to get rid of it. They cannot they cannot get the puck out of their zone. They cannot have a zone exit. They're terrible with moving the puck. They also cannot generate any offense from their blue line. Like, other than outside of Petrie. But Petrie's look terrible this series. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't care. I'm a Leafs fan, obviously. The Habs can do whatever the hell they want. But if I'm a Habs fan, I'm I'm fucking pissed. I'm
1: upset. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, and I think, like, that goes without saying. Like, there's there's so much... That uh, there's For all the progress that the Habs have done over the last... They're, they like,
0: take one years. step forward and two steps back all the time.
1: Totally. And I think that's... And, and, like, that's fine. But, like, don't go and make all of these moves and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to make the Stanley Cup playoffs and then they barely make it.
0: Like, I have not noticed Tyler Toffoli at all this series.
1: Semi-hot take, but not really mark burgeon's gonna get, finally get fired after this season i just said that he, oh you did
0: okay well, <laughs> lost over that
1: boy like, and, and what's what's gonna be funny is he's not gonna get fired why would he get fired jim benning still has a job in the national hockey league guys
0: oh my god that's that's ridiculous um jim but it's benning okay still, I, i'm not um, i'm not mad about it because it's the it's it's entertainment
1: oh it is like if it's not my gm i don't really care
0: mm-hmm. um
1: We've gone through a plethora of bad general managers for eons. Like what we've had, like uh, like John Ferguson Jr., uh, Dave Nonis, Oh, Berkey. Mr. Oh, God. Yeah, I think we bad earned, times. Bad times. Yeah, and we we've, we've earned. And like, what's funny is like people are like, "Oh, I don't know why Leaf fans are laughing." It's like we earned the right to laugh. Are you shitting me mm-hmm. with the stuff that we went through? I think we have a right to laugh, bud. Like, I don't mean to be a douche, but, like, if you had a shitty team for 50-plus years, yeah, I'd laugh if, like, other teams got shitty and made shitty choices, too. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the thing. You need to accept that, you know, regardless of a team's resume, they're going to make some shitty moves. Like, the Tyson mm-hmm. Berry trade. Wasn't a fan of it. Um. I also, I'm going to be laughing my ass off when the Oilers inevitably sign Tyson Berry to an extension because you know that they're going to. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I'll pose the question while we're here. Um, is the 2015 draft cursed? What would you say? Is the 2015 NHL draft cursed? Because I want to throw some stats to you, my friend.
0: Why are we talking about the 2015 draft?
1: What? Okay. So, look at the top four players of the top four players that were drafted in the National Hockey League. Do you don't know how many won a playoff series?
0: So you're how talking many about how many,
1: how many playoff series were won between the five of those players? You know how many won? So many wait, made...
0: hold on. It was McDavid, so, Michael. Okay. It
1: was, was G- third again. McDavid, Eichel, Dylan Strom, Mitch Marner, Noah Hannifin. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guess. I would have. All of them. How many? and I, I'm not counting play-in rounds, by the way. I know people are going to say technically, no, real, legitimate playoff rounds. Do you know how many of them they won? Take a wild guess. One. One. In 2017, they yeah, beat, the, the, beat the San Jose Sharks. Since then, McDavid has not won a playoff series. He's t- technically missed the playoffs more times than he's been in the playoffs. Jack Eichel has not made the playoffs once. Dylan Strome got traded. Mitch Marner has not seen the second round. Hopefully subject to change. And Noah Hannaford has already been traded to uh, another team. And I'll go ahead and loop the 2016 draft, aside from Austin Matthews' first, because Patrick Laine wanted out of Winnipeg, and now probably wants out of Columbus. Gail-Luc Dubois, see above. Jesse Jesse Polo-Yarvi went to Europe, said he wasn't going to come back, then said, ah, fuck it, I guess I'm coming back. OE Wavy still hasn't even played a full NHL season. And Matthew Kachuk, who's only here for the memes. So like, and here's the thing. Like, I, I'm not saying that McDavid's done yet. Because I think what's gonna happen, like we already moved
0: it, on to the to the Oilers. Yeah. That wasn't done. Uh,
1: okay, fine. What what else is there to discuss? They're I going I... to face the Jets. That's it.
0: I just wanted to say how how this Leafs team still has another gear to hit.
1: 100 percent. And I like think
0: Matthews Marner has not looked that great um, in the, in the whole part, for the most part. Matthews only has one goal. No, there's no John Tavares, and imagine when those guys get going. Imagine if they were to get going, this would be a sweep.
1: Alex Galchenyuk had a three point eight against the team that drafted him third overall.
0: Mm-hmm. I also like that the Jets beat the Oilers because I think that's a much more favorable matchup for the Leafs.
1: Oh, for sure. And I think it really goes to show you. And like, the thing is, is that the, the Oilers remind me kind of of the Leafs last season, just because like their Oilers not are not really that great defensively, but they have some good. Offensive pieces and also
0: they have the goalie. The Oilers yeah. are the Oilers. I wouldn't even say they have the goalie. I just think that, like, like, Smith has been like this his whole career. He's hot and cold and like no in between. He's either Wait, unbeatable talk- or can't stop a beat. I'm ball.
1: talking about Connor Hellebuck here.
0: Oh, Connor Hellebuck. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, no. The Oilers do not have the goalie. No, no, no. Okay. no. And, and I have a hot take actually. Freddie Anderson's going to the Oilers. You know, he's going or to the Pittsburgh. Oilers, right? No, nah, he's going. He's going. He's going to, to Edmonton. Cause think about it. You you look at the Pacific Division next year. Honestly, and I don't mean to say this to like shit on him because I do respect what Freddie brought to the table. He's the best goalie in the Pacific Division. He could be the best goalie in the Pacific Division in a normal season. Tell me who could be better than him. What John? Okay, John Gibson, but the Darcy but, the but that. If he's healthy, same with Auntie And Auntie Rons is going to be a free agent. I think be- he's healthy. I think Darcy me, Kemper is better than Frederick Anderson. Let Let me rephrase that. I think he'll be at least the second or third best because Mark Andre Fleury and Robin Lanner still exist. Um, and also, I am a very firm believer. I, I do like Thatcher Demko a lot. I think Demko is probably going to be three, um, but he's going to be like a top five goalie in, in in that division. And he's and like, where else is he going to go? And, and, and realistically speaking with all of the like teams that are still like on the up and ups, if the Oilers were smart, they would trade with Columbus for one of Corpus Al or Berz Lincolns, but they're stupid and they're run by Ken Holland. So they're going to get Frederick Anderson because why not?
0: They're going to overpay for a bunch of other people that they don't. Yeah, need. exactly.
1: They're, they're going to give Freddie 5.5 and he's not going to be anywhere close to that. Sorry, but don't, don't pay your goalies. Jordan Binnington makes six is going to make six million dollars starting next season. Man got swept by the uh, Colorado Avalanche. So, yeah, moral of the story: if if you're paying your goaltender anything that's higher than a five, like you better be damn sure that they're your guy.
0: Yeah, but definitely anything. don't pay your goalie ten million dollars.
1: And, and and what was funny was uh, one of our friends that we do the show with uh had the nerve to say that the mcdavid contract was bad because it confines them to the cap and i'm like well no it wasn't the mcdavid contract that i hate that them. narrative it wasn't you know what it was? i said
0: this in the i've said this before and like i really cannot stand i cannot stand the whole thing like especially like from like a few years ago, up until this off season, really. Even now I see some people say, hell, the Leafs are in, are in salary cap hell. It's like, you can't be good and in salary cap hell because name me a good team that isn't up against the cap every season. Like, that doesn't exist. Good teams are going to spend money and be close to the salary cap. It's the bad teams that are close to the salary cap that are bad. Like the Vancouver Canucks, because they're paying all their depth players six $6 million, basically. And, like, just signing, like, terrible, terrible contracts. Like, those are teams that are – like, if you look at, like – like, the Leafs are not in salary cap hell because they're paying Matthews, Marner, and Tavares. Those are three elite players. Those players are going to garner a lot of money. And if you're running a professional sports team, you're not going to be like, oh no, I'm not going to take the best player available just because of that. No, what you're going to do is you're going to sign him and then you're going to figure it out. And Kyle Dubas, I think is like one of the best general managers at figuring that out. He was able to find, he's able to find value and like cheap players who will outperform their contracts. Like like Jason Spezza, for example, is on a league minimum deal and had a fantastic season and is having a fantastic playoffs. and, and just like a lot of these other depth guys too, like Zach Bogosian has come in. They they have him for one million dollars this year, and he's playing phenomenal. And then and and then you get your entry level contract deals, and then and all that. Like like Dubis is great at filling holes and getting and getting that value. And to me, that's not a team that's in salary cap hell because they they know what they're because like Dubis knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah. And I
0: think, and like, maybe- sorry, just to bring it back to McDavid, like, yeah, like paying the best player in the world, anything under a max deal, it makes it the most valuable deal in the NH, the most valuable contract in the NHL. Like there's a McDavid. I saw something the other day saying that McDavid is so good that he should be making $20 million more. Than what he is and like there's like statistics to show that like how much he should be making should be making 20 million dollars more than what he's currently making
1: yeah and like also nobody anticipated a fucking pandemic to screw the cap nobody anticipated it so of course it's gonna look bad you know why because the cap's not going up at least man they should have
0: they should have like some sort of like rule for that because like teams sign- already signed these they deals should- like
1: they should honestly do it like they do in soccer where you have like exception players that like you can use international pool money Sign.
0: oh like how they do in the mls like with um exactly with their tam money
1: exactly and that's exactly what they should do because what does that do it helps a more people get a job which i mean are, i mean i know the rich leagues don't you have a rat I don't know.
0: To man. me, it doesn't make any sense that a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs that make so much money for the NHL have to spend the same amount of money as the Arizona Coyotes when building their team.
1: Oh, because it's competitive. It's a fair playing ground.
0: When was the last time the Coyotes were good? Yeah, it's not a
1: thing. The Coyotes made the playoffs one time in my lifetime, it and a, it was a mag- it was a magical run that got them to the with Mike Smith. Yeah, with Mike Smith, and I. And, and what's even funnier, the coach. Dave Tippett was with the Oilers. Oh wow! So, so, so I think Ken Holland was bored one night and he watched the twenty twelve Edmonton or uh, Arizona Coyote Stanley Cup playoff run and goes, "I want that on my team." And uh, yeah, it didn't work. The only thing that he was missing was I forget who the GM was. Think it was like something, some old guy who doesn't know shit about the game of hockey. But that's besides the point. Um how long until you think McDavid wants out I'm giving it two years
0: another two years
1: because here's the thing he's gonna look at what Michael gets and he's gonna say I want you guys have to do better than that or did the GM or Holland's going to say, I'm gonna say I think I'll do that I think drycidadal asks wants out before no they traded Gretzky before they traded Messier. they're not trading dryicidal no way.
0: I think, no, I think, think Drysidle is is going to be more fed up sooner.
1: Oh, he, well, you have Dreisaitl who's pissed off. You have McDavid that looks clinically depressed. Like, he looks down bad, down dirty. Sweet Jesus. And also what's funny is that, like, you, you know, the memes of his house? Mm-hmm. Where, like, he's got, like, this weird ass, like, set up and it's, like, Someone like get him out of here and get him an interior designer. He's got like yeah, the shape. It's all house. like
0: black and white.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this guy, they called it a serial killer house.
1: Yeah, Our... I think I that's exactly what <laughs> it should be. It, it, I feel like he's gonna be the Joker.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's if this was the NBA. McDavid would have already asked for a trade. You don't see superstars stick around in shitty situations much in the NBA because they
1: want to win. The man would pull a James Harden and just literally go to strip clubs, do everything possible to not play the game of, of, that he's being paid to do. And, yeah, that's literally what it is. And, and it's it's funny to me that we're even talking about this because everyone's like, oh, McDavid's not going to leave. And it's like, Really? He, he he gonna leave. Man he oh, gonna man.
0: be fed up. To me, it depends on what they do this off with all because they have so much cap space, they can actually do a lot of damage. But like, if Ken Holland, Ken Holland's it up. Ken Holland, if you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
1: this is the man who traded two second round picks for Andreas Athen to see you and then decided to not tender him.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, like you could tell, like he's not good with asset management. But this it depends on what they do this off season. If they have, they have what, $22 million in cap space. If, if they spend all of that because they overpay for like a Frederick Anderson and they overpay for a Tyson Berry and then get a few like depth players that they overpay for and re-sign like Ryan Nugent Hopkins and stuff, that's not going to be good enough. McDavid's going to be pissed off. They're going to miss the playoffs and then he's going to ask for a trade.
1: No could be real, he would have been really helpful for the Oilers. Taylor Hall. Oh
0: uh, yeah. That would have, they... uh,
1: that would have been uh, very good there, eh, Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that would have been uh, very helpful. I don't I think, think this it.
0: was the year for the Oilers to absolutely go for it fully, but they should have. They should have gotten by. They should have gotten by with. Um, they should have gotten by the Jets, and it's the fact that they got swept is just like it, it's embarrassing. Yeah, you, you, I don't care how much that they outplayed the Jets this series in every single game. It, it they it's they like, should what, have won it.
1: Re- yeah, it's like what was the result? You lost. So mm-hmm. what? Like like you you lose, so therefore you have to do the moves that you feel are possible to make you winners. This mm-hmm. is a team that should have You have been-
0: 22 million million in cap space. Do something with it or 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 your superstars are going to want to they're, they're exactly. not going to want to stay in this mess forever
1: Exactly. Not, they don't want
0: to waste the primes of their careers here
1: yeah and you, and you need to really like emphasize that because if you don't then guess what everyone's going to get unhappy and then Edmonton's like and what's funny is that like as much as we rag on the Sens at least it looks like they've gotten their shit together now in the, term, uh. in the form of in the form of them being young but like I don't know, I think there's there's still a whole lot of
0: they remind me of players. a young Montreal Canadiens. Like they're built that same way. They don't have like a true number one guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like they're uh, gonna have to
0: do a lot more through the draft. Like like Stutz Stutzlo actually had like like some of the worst underlings in the, in the NHL this season. I don't th- I don't think he should have been in NHLer this year. I think he should have spent another team. year working on his yeah. game.
1: I exactly. think that they're
0: that they've really hindered his development in that sense.
1: Yeah, but it could have been a whole lot worse. And I think, like again, like a lot of people, a lot of players' values are going to be very mixed, just because like there's again, this wasn't a normal season at all. So like, there's going to be a lot of like differences that occur. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's definitely something that uh, you need to keep an eye out for. Uh, just to kind of wrap up. The hockey uh, talk right now. Um, if the Leafs get out of Canada, which team do you want them to face?
0: Well, let's see. Um, so it looks like it? it's going to be why is it
1: the Boston Bruins.
0: No, I think I don't know. I don't. Boston is weird to me, man, because like they're not they're not as good as a team as they were last year. Like they're just not like look at their defense, like look at their lines if you go to daily face off right now. Like that that's not a good team, and like they were a lot better last year. Losing Krug was huge, you losing Chara was huge. They lost they lost a third of their defensemen who played like heavy minutes for them. And they ran into a Capitals team who just didn't have a goalie, basically.
1: And, and also and also like Archer the
0: Capitals. Yeah, the Capitals did not care. Um Apparently they're done with Kuznetsov, did you hear about that? It's going
1: to be fun.
0: They're done with Kuznetsov. I've heard from people that they are not happy with Samsonov and like how he's like handled all the COVID regulations and stuff. So there's like like that that was that was a broken team that they played against in the first round who otherwise should have beat them. Like you now it looks like the Islanders are going to win the series tonight. Um I get if they didn't get Taylor Hall, Taylor Hall saving their ass. Like I think the Leafs yeah. will beat Boston if they do run into them this year. Although I don't think they get out of their division. Um, I think it. I think that the Islanders come out because that's what the Islanders do. Apparently, they always make the final four now uh, or win a couple rounds.
1: I Honestly, think. I think if the Islanders and somehow the Knicks win a playoff round, dude, it's gonna be pandemonium in, in New York. But like as we could see right now, um, I mean it's not it's not like bad. Like it's only a point lead for the Hawks right now. But I don't know. I'm I'm not I, I want the Knicks this is gonna be the one mm-hmm. for the Knicks. They might get a game, but I don't know. But we'll Anyways. get to basketball later. Anyways,
0: um, um so so I'm I'm I think the Islanders will come out in that division. I think the I'm going to say the avalanche will come out in the against Vegas in, the, in that division in the West and in the, the other division, it's what's it, Who is that? Carolina, Tampa, Florida. Oh God. I feel like, I feel like Carolina, it's going to be one of Carolina or Tampa to come out of that. And I well, doubt you. And uh, I feel like, I feel like the Leafs will have a shot against anybody. Especially um, yeah. if Matthews gets going and Marner gets going. And and Hyman, too, like, needs to, I think needs to step up a bit. To, um, to me,
1: you get to the conference final, you have a good season. And then, honestly, they could bring the majority of everybody from this year back if they really wanted. Like Thornton and Spezza, they'll, they'll take league men. Like, uh, I honestly see them bringing Simmons back.
0: It depends what they do in the final four. Like if they if they make the final four and get swept, then no, they, that, that's not good enough.
1: Well, yeah, if they get swept, no. Um, but, if they make yeah. the
0: final four, get out in like six or seven, I'll be happy with that. If they make the finals, I'll be happy with that.
1: Yeah, for sure. But I think, but I,
0: think I think this team is capable of making the finals. I think that should be their goal.
1: Oh 100%. I think it's definitely what they're what they're going to be looking for. I think they're
0: right there when it comes to Tampa. They they're right there with them. Um especially if Campbell plays the way that he's been playing. Against Carolina, I think they could beat Carolina. I haven't loved Carolina against Nashville all that much. Hope they win. Yeah. Um let's see Boston, I already said I think they can beat. I think I don't think the Islanders have what have like the star power to just match up against the Leafs. Um, say what you want. Like, they're good defensively and like good on the counter attack, but the Leafs have been really good at defending the counter, the, the counter attack this year. And they're just too much offensively, I think, for the Islanders. And um, what, what's the other team that might make it? Did I get them all? Oh, and
1: Colorado scares me.
0: Vegas, I think they can take.
1: Yeah. But again, like, it's one of those things where time will tell. You know, we have Mm -hmm. to actually beat them in game five first and hope that they don't get a horseshoe up their ass and somehow Mm. chase Campbell, which I doubt. But anyway. Baseball. uh, Yeah, we were supposed to actually uh, start recording later, but New York was like, nah, make it rain, bitch.
0: You're going to wait until after Alec Manoa's start
1: yeah and then god was like so you have chosen wisely sir and uh yeah we didn't do that um but yeah so
0: i've been calling um, you you listen back to the last episode since the season started i've been calling for manoa to be on this team since the beginning of the season
1: yeah and i think he's definitely earned it like he's definitely Mm -hmm. been a a guy that you know you, you look at him on paper and it's like yeah he he's got all the tools and like obviously like Pearson struggled uh, within the last one.
0: never had an actual like chance, though. Like, every time he's come up, it's been like in last he year's has... non season, and then yeah, like
1: we, we saw like a, a spurt of what he could be, and then he got he injured, it. yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, but like Manoa, I'm, I'm so excited for. I'm so pissed that the game got canceled because I'm working tomorrow, I'm not gonna be able to watch the first game of the doubleheader,
1: yeah. Um, and that's definitely something, I mean, like if there's a doubleheader tomorrow, that's definitely going to kind of screw with me working because I'm working from home. Um, but the good news is like, I'm kind of like doing my, my stuff's mainly project based. So I'm doing it like, there's no hard deadlines. I'm just like, kind of like chipping away at it. And like, there's a lot of stuff to do, but you know, y- y'all didn't give no zero fucks about that. Mm-hmm. It just don't matter. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. I should do stand up one day. I don't know. It depends on what I do. Probably well, if I have a few drinks, I'll probably consider stand up, but I don't know.
0: Have a few drinks, just write a few jokes down and be like, "Cool." I had,
1: I, had, I, I mean, like, all I would honestly do is probably just tell stories of like weird shit that's mm-hmm. happened to me in my life, and I'd probably like kill it. And what's funny is that like I found, uh, I'll probably post it on my my Instagram story, and I'm kind of curious what people will think. Is I found on uh, my old when I got when I graduated senior kindergarten my uh, kindergarten teacher gave me the best sense of humor and I was like, damn, I, maybe it's a sign from God. Like, bitch, you're on the wrong calling. Um, but anyway, back to baseball. Um, yeah. Bullpen, uh, explosion. Yeah. And like,
0: I I just think they've been tired, man. Like I need to have two bullpen days within like every five days. And, and everyone's been injured and you've been relying on the same guys over and over again, they're just fatigued, man. Like, that's why, like, this team needs a starter for nothing more than to prevent more injuries from the bullpen, because you can't have them all be pitching like this fatigued. Like oh, whether, whether you're going to make the playoffs or not, you still need that other star just to preserve those arms, man. Like you can't have, you can't have two bullpen days, like for in, in the rotation. Like it's, it's, it's asking, it's asking far too much.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, and, like, there have been some guys that have hit some – like, obviously, like, the injuries haven't helped. Losing Barucki he sucks. Losing Phelps really sucked. He was doing really good in the stats that we saw him. Um, mm-hmm. Like, their, their starters have been getting a little bit beat up. Uh, I like what I've seen out of uh, – like, Stephen Matts had a good outing on his last start. Um, Trent Thornton's been okay from the opener spot. But, like, I'm, I'm still not sold on him yet. But, like, again, he's still, like, a more reliable guy. Uh, Dolis, I mean, you know, they don't have a closer right now. I still think they should use Jordan Romano, but that's besides the point. Uh, I'm hopeful that Julian Merriweather comes back soon. Um, but let's I hope so. Po- let's talk about something positive. The Jays are actually the fifth most offensive team in Major League Baseball right now, mm-hmm. which just goes to show you how crazy this team is hitting.
0: I feel and- like we haven't talked Enough about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Like being Dude, a legitimate kid, MVP candidate.
1: This kid is honestly the second coming and a more flexible. um uh, they're more flexible. He's more flexible and better defensively than Carlos Delgado.
0: I think I think this is the Vladdy that that's here to stay.
1: Dude, this kid literally like you look at the, the like first of all he's leading Major League Baseball at home runs. He's tied for the major league lead in RBIs with Trey Mancini, which, by the way, good for him. Good for Trey Mancini. Yeah. Um, and the only other, like, he's got more RBIs and home runs than Shohei Ohtani, who is a matcher. Um, He's got more home runs than basically everybody on the Yankees. The only other person that's, like, coming close to Vladdy in home runs is Shohei Adolis Garcia, who's coming out of nowhere with Texas, because why not? Acuna. And Ron Lacunia, who, in my opinion, if you put those two side by side, I see Joey Bats and I see Edwin. I see they're, they're literally the two second coming dude, of those like, two guys.
0: The MLB's got to start marketing these guys, man. Exactly, dude. Canada like it's not not only the fact that they're like great at what they do, but like they're fun, like. Vladdy was having, they'll never,
1: they'll never market Vladdy. Vladdy's having so
0: out. much fun out there and like flipping the bat and like sushing the crowd. That's amazing. Like, show that shit more. Acuna Jr. is always doing something, man. Like, I love watching him play. He's so fun. He's like, these are the players that the, that the MLB needs to put on the forefront and, of everything. And, and, and,
1: uh, and like, another thing, like, you look at some of the other guys that are, are, are good for the game. Like, Tim Fernando Anderson, Tat- Tim Anderson, Fernando Tatis, um, even some younger guys like uh, Shohei Ohtani's one too, man. Yeah, like,
0: even I mean, if he's not that big of a personality, like the fact that he's like doing what no player has done in like a century, basically, is like is like amazing.
1: And and another thing is like, you know the the guys that they probably would market the most, they won't. Like, I don't know why they don't market Trevor Bauer. I think they should because but obviously no he's been
0: blacklisted by the MLB
1: yeah I know but he's so good for the game you need guys like that
0: like political opinions aside he's always on the right side of shit when it comes to whenever there's a baseball issue
1: yeah exactly and like that's the thing you and and the old mentality in baseball needs to be exiled
0: oh my god that Tony La shit from the other day was oh my god that shit makes me so upset
1: Exactly, and it's 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 scary to me, the fact that, like, all this shit is I going on. I think we talked on. about
0: it last week, actually.
1: Yeah, we did, and, like, it, it's still, it still is worth being said. Like, it's just, it's still freaking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, I don't know. Like, again, like, um, Canada does such a good job with marketing Major League Baseball. They just need to do more. Mm-hmm they need to do more and it, and it really goes without saying that they really need to you know more or less go mm-hmm. how the game needs to be focused so on fun but they won't because mlb mm-hmm. is run by a bunch of like 80 year old men so let's bring this back to the to the blue jays
0: um have your expectations uh, changed on this team over their skid that they just broke?
1: No, I think again, like teams go through skids all the time. I mean, like they're like, and here's the thing, like teams right now, like they have a better record, like looking at all of major league baseball, they're like, they have, they played the hardest schedule too in all of baseball. There are two games. If they were in the AL East, they'd be second right now or AL West. Sorry. If they were in the the AL East, they were in the NL East they'd be they'd be second and they'd be running mm-hmm. away with it right now yeah like and that's the thing right it's the only reason why they're struggling because they're playing in the toughest division in major league baseball in the NL East because mm-hmm. everyone is so offensively gifted in that league and obviously that four, that four game skit against the Rays sucked yeah and, fuck and, the Rays I mean they're a really good ball club I hate them but like God, they're a really a ball club um <laughs> Like, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, you look at the Jays, like, next skid. Like, going up against the Yankees in a doubleheader now. This is the series to turn it around. Then you have three games against Cleveland. Uh, and then you go to Miami first, or you host Miami first stint.
0: Is Miami, like, the first bad team they're playing this season?
1: Uh, I mean, I'd argue that would be the Braves. Because I mean, but then again, the Braves. The Braves are
0: still five hundred, and they were good when the Jays were play, playing them.
1: Yeah, I mean, like looking at the, the 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 teams that they played, like obviously they were ahead of the Yankees the majority of. Them.
0: Well, they played the Rangers, but that was like at the beginning of the season when nobody knew what they were.
1: Yeah, um, they like the A's. They had like a mediocre stint. To get, they split the series against the the Rays. They beat the they beat the uh, the Astro, or no, they lost the series against the Astros. Um, like here's
0: how I see. It. Like to me, the Blue Jays are still going to be competing for that wild card spot, but it's going to be tough because I think when it's all said and done, you're going to have the Rays and Yankees at one and two in the East, and then they'll be competing for that wild card spot with the Red Sox, the White Sox, whoever comes out, whoever is left of the White Sox and the Indians, and then you're going to have the the Astros and Athletics, and probably the Angels there as well. And that's like a lot of teams that you're gonna have to outplay and stuff. Like, like they ha- like it, it, it's tough because like the AL is like so good. And like if this was the National League, I think the Blue Jays would be penciled into. A, the Blue Jays would be basically penciled into at least a wild card spot, or would they oh, be yeah. have a much better shot at it? But like, there's a lot of really good teams in the American League. So like, I just want them to like make it competitive in the. The American in for the wild card race,
1: yeah. And I think, like, again, like they've gone through a skid like this last year. Like, it's, it's more or less... I think t- times will change, things will get better. You just gotta be a little bit hopeful.
0: I'm just hoping that by all star break, they're just like healthy and stuff and they go on a run like they did in 2015.
1: Yeah, here's hoping. Um, because I think they could, they could do probably at this point in
0: that. the season. They're only four and a half games back, first place right now of the race. So it's like they're not—they're not even out of it. Like, like they can go on a on a heater, get healthy, and then end up winning the division too. Like, like you, they're capable of that, especially if they make the right moves that they need to make at the deadline.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that's definitely something that you need to to kind of emphasize.
0: Hmm. Um. Did you wanna? wrap up with basketball
1: yeah um even though there's no Raptors I would like to bring up a tweet that I read earlier that was very uh significant of the current NBA playoffs uh tweet read, if I can find it oh yeah so it comes from the account uh Nareed Varma who is a Raptor who is a writer for Raptors cage so I'm gonna shout him out he goes to Lourdes pretty cool dude but this tweet blew up uh, today or yesterday, Say, and it said, "And this is what the tweet says: Kawhi left because he wanted better teammates. Now he has to carry. Mark left because he wanted a lesser role. Now he doesn't play. Serge left because he wanted to start. He still comes off the bench. See, I don't think that's. Story.
0: I don't think that's fair to to uh, Mark and um, and Serge because. Um, Mark and Serge, they would have stayed in Toronto, but they didn't get the contract that they liked. They wanted that extra year, and Toronto wasn't going to give them that, so that's why they left. I don't think that's fair to say about about Mark and Serge, but I think okay. the I, I think that the Kawhi one is very valid.
1: Yeah, and I think it's definitely something that uh, that needs to be discussed. Uh, and that really begs the question, like, does he come back? Like, I, I feel like he does.
0: I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. Like, Kawhi's is such a weird dude that he's just going to be, like, so we're going to go to Orlando. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, there was, like, the rumor that he might go to Miami.
0: Like, I don't know. Like, it's – it. like, whatever. Like, I'm happy that Kawhi was here and won us a championship. And, like, I always, like, respect him for that. And, like, we'll, we'll always have that. But – There's like it left a sour taste in my mouth with the way that he left, especially saying that like he wanted better teammates and he kind of gave the Raptors that ultimatum of trade away your future for, for um, for Paul George or leaving, like that wasn't I, I wasn't a fan of that at all, and the fact that like look at the look at the shape the Raptors would have been in if they traded away Siakam Ananobi, Lowry. And Van Vliet and a bunch of first round picks for Paul George, or as I like to call him now, Pandemic P, because he just he's he's been awful like when when it counts. What kind of situation would the Raptors be in? They'd be they'd be in a terrible, terrible, terrible situation. And that he would have rather had that than to just just come back and like and just like oh yeah the Raptors probably could have been in the finals again last year who knows, maybe even beat the beat the Lakers again, and then this year be in the playoffs as, like, a very high seed and one of the favorites.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah. it, it kind of, like, makes you, like, you know, have those thoughts of, like, okay, like, you know, if this, you know, went differently, you know, what would it be?
0: I don't know. It's just so shitty to me, man. Like, he said that he left for, like, man – like It's just, like, what could have been? And, like, and like it's so funny. Like, I love watching the Clippers lose because it's just so hilarious, especially that they tanked their last couple games so they can have this matchup against the Mavericks and they're getting their, their ass beat. And, like, Patrick Bev is such a dislikable player. Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Like, the fact that he said to Curry, like, two years ago, saying the next five years are mine, like, you can't even get by. You, you, can't, you can't even win a round so you know, they won one round last year in the bubble and then got embarrassed by the nuggets. Like the fact that he I don't I don't I don't I don't get it. It it's just like so shitty to me. Like like it doesn't make sense as to why he left at this point.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like it's one of those things where like the NBA changes so quickly on a dime. So like I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi's like you know what? I'm done.
0: No, he's not gonna take his player option, especially if they lose if they get out in the first round. And then the Clippers are gonna be absolutely like one of the worst teams in terms of like what they have in their future. Like they're gonna be they're gonna be such a sad case. Like they're gonna have nobody like they're not gonna be able to win any games. They're um yeah, they're not gonna be able to win any games. They're gonna have like no draft picks or future to like look up to because they traded away everybody like they could have had sga who's looking like one of the best young point guards in the nba right now they could have had him at the very least but they traded him away for paul george too like just look at the situation that he wanted the raptors to be in just to stay like like to me like that's not like that that that, that's kind of shitty to me how he wanted that
1: yeah and it really just goes to show you how like you know people think that they make the right moves but oh my god, it's been brutal over the last little
0: bit. Yeah, like, know, it's, like it's. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for their downfall, and then I'm praying that he comes back here as a free agent. And then know. all like, will be for, all will be forgiven, but it probably won't happen.
1: I don't know if I want Kawhi back as a uh, at that point a mature thirty. 30- I mean, like you get him in his prime. Like, I don't know. I gotta, it's very interesting. I think Masai would have to stay in order for him to, like, really. And if he does stay, I don't think it's gonna be. If he does come back, like, it won't be a long term deal, two, two, three years max.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's still one of the best defenders in the league. But, like, even then, he says he's like, everyone says he's like the best defender in the league, but he's not even guarding Luka. He's like on, on like, a. Th- Like a fourth option, which is Is doesn't
1: is it bad to say that he's overrated?
0: No. I think he is now at at least.
1: Yeah. Uh I think that's one of those things where like when you've done so much and like people still like hold you to that high standard even though you're not really there anymore, that's where like it starts to really get
0: to Mm -hmm.
1: Oh wow, the sky looks really nice outside. I really wish I went for a walk, but that's okay. Like we're going anywhere anytime soon. One thing you can do without getting fined. Um, but yeah, um, it's been a crazy last few weeks in the sport world. Um, we already made our prediction on the, the Leafs. There really isn't that much else to discuss. Who do you think is going to go to the NBA Finals?
0: Um. I think the Lakers, man, um, I'm thinking the Lakers and the the Lakers in Brooklyn.
1: All right. So I'm I don't think, say,
0: I don't think there's a way that, that LeBron doesn't not make the finals. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I'll say Lakers and, uh, I'll say Lakers and, uh, and that's why not makes the most- <laughs> a
0: safe pick? I feel like that is a safe. I don't know, it would have surprised me. It would have surprised me if like Denver made a run to the finals. I do not buy the Jazz at all. Phoenix got a terrible matchup against the Lakers.
1: Um, yeah,
0: yeah, and then after that, you have the Nuggets who can do something.
1: definitely uh, gonna be an interesting uh next few weeks
0: mm-hmm. all right yeah well, so to June? All right. We're to <laughs> June next oh my god i feel like i'm
1: losing my mind
0: so yeah that's all we got for you um on this episode uh be sure be sure to follow us on twitter at q underscore city roundup follow yes. us on twitter you'll see our users or our handles in the in the bio and Instagram at Queen City Roundup. And yeah, that's everything. Unless Matt's got any parting words.
1: Uh I'll try to find some stories to share in cold opens that we do that are appropriate. Some All right. Are very, some are very stupid.
0: All right. See y'all next week.